Blog Talk Radio. How you doing this evening? I am good. I am good. We want to welcome you guys back. The ladies are back. We feel good being back on our new night. Absolutely. Happy 2022. Your girls haven't seen you guys since last year. But like Lisa said, it is so good to be back and back on our platform, getting ready to start some less chats, more memories. <laughs> We're going to be getting good Good, what's it? Good trouble as usual. Good trouble as usual. Go ahead on, open us up, see. Absolutely. Once again, welcome back to Let's Chat. My name is Miss Tony, and I got my partner over there with Miss Alicia. For those that may be joining us for the very first time, thank you and welcome. And for all those that have been waiting for Alicia and I to get back, we are back, guys. But let's just let y'all know what we do here on Let's Chat. For those that are new, we celebrate literature. You know, we started off celebrating literature, but well, now we just celebrate the dopeness of all the arts, no matter what it may be. Our show entails getting together with many guests of many genres, the literature, music, acting, sports, you name it. Anything our community has been dealing with, they have been through the doors of Let's Chat. We love to interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. Our guests and listeners interact, which is what Leisha and I first and foremost so much enjoy, just giving your time to us um, on a nightly and weekly basis. So we want to thank you, and we hope you guys are ready for another great show tonight. We have two fabulous guests, uh, and hopefully someone may be inspired to uh, pick up something new and maybe even start something new, Leisha. That's what I'm looking forward to. How about you? Absolutely, and listen. Our email is off the hook, y'all. We had a little bit of a delay. I will be sending out dates this week. Uh, but we appreciate you guys. We appreciate your love. We appreciate your support. 
Um, and yeah, I think uh, we're gonna have a good season. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. <laughs> now, listen. If you want to be a guest, all you gotta do is just send your chat radio show at gmail dot com, uh, and we will be able to get back and give you guys things. But what we really need now, you know what we need now, T? What's that we need, Lisa? Girl, we need some new music. Listen, we appreciate Ooh. everybody that has sent us music from Keith Robinson to Karis Jordan, Blue Marley. We thank you guys for sending us new music. Uh, but we need, oh, and Superstar K, uh, he always oh, speaks yeah. to us. Yeah. But we need some new music for 2026. So we are putting out an all, all place bulletin for some new music. Now listen, <laughs> listen, 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 Linda. Because y'all know we are book bougie, but we are music bougie, too. Don't send us nothing and think we're not going to give a good review, an uh, honest true. review. That's so true. if you really, really sensitive, please don't send it to us. That's true. Because you know what so I'm bang, saying? What's up? That's and don't send us music and don't think you can give us some time. You know, time and music go hand in hand. Don't just send us music and think we're just going to play it. We would like you to spend some time with the ladies in this chat and mm-hmm. talk about that music. You know, let's what inspire that music. You know, we music and appearance go hand in hand. You know, let's chat. Branding 101. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Tell them see. Tell them see. <laughs> if it's going to bang, let it bang. If not, uh, listen. You may not want to send this to us. Um, but if we love it and it's a banger, we will play it every show, uh, whether it's our live show or our radio show. We do appreciate you guys. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to Apple. Google. We hear, we see you guys. Our YouTube. Thank you guys for supporting our YouTube page. Um, and mm-hmm. let's do it, y'all. Absolutely. And we get a lot of requests on you know, the music that we play, you know, we get uh, messages on the side, like, who's that you guys playing? You know, especially when we play a stream, sometimes we, we forget we're on the radio. We be just jamming to the music uh-huh. that we're listening uh-huh. to. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So, listen, let's let's make that happen. Make sure you send music to us, and that's to the chat radio show at let's chat, uh, the chat radio show at gmail.com. My bad job. You know, I've been gearing up for this vision and book, and I'm I'm sharpening my pencil on both ends, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he surely is. This woman never sleeps, so just bear with us as we get back in our radio groove. But uh, once again, we are happy to be back, happy to be with you guys, and we're going to get it popping. All right. And just a little of that new Keith Robinson. Third eye to understand the pages off in your mind. I wanna know your energies. I I wanna give you all you need. And oh, I wanna be the one you call it late night, the one that you can hold and make it all right. I wanna give you sanity. I I wanna make you really feel love. Yeah, yeah. 
another trip, another show.
that was our girl Gigi De Niro. And our first song we played was Keith Robinson. That's from his Love Apostolic 2 album, uh, which I believe is getting ready to come out. Uh, shout out to Keith Robinson. You know, he not only makes new movies, but he does music. And he has a cozy mystery on uh, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, which is like Ooh. the second African-American cozy mystery on that platform. So, yeah, shout out to Keith. He's doing some things. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. You know how we love little cozy mysteries. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So listen, we waiting on our guests to come in, but y'all know we like to talk 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 that talk a little bit. We like to tussle a little bit over here. So listen, see, <laughs> I was on Clubhouse, right? And the mm-hmm. question on and the question in that uh, Clubhouse session was, um, if you met somebody. Or you were dating some? Would you date somebody with children? Um, and I think a lot of times I feel that we have to reset our minds when it comes mm-hmm. to dating. I understand that dating and relationships are not the same thing. It's a, you know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's not the same thing as being together. Y'all are dating. That means that y'all are all dating multiple people. Um, so what I said was, you know. His kids is not your business because y'all are just dating. So you don't have no say. So you don't have none of that. Only Mm -hmm. thing you owe him is understanding at that point. You know what I'm saying? And so Mm -hmm. a man got on there. I don't know who he is. But he said a few things that everybody got a trigger. So what he said the first time was um, he had a situation where uh, he was, they had planned to go to Disney World. And her child's father was like, no, you can't go. No, my child can't go. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it, it created a whole big old mess, right? And I said, so he doesn't trust her judgment? He said, no, he just doesn't trust the guy. Mm-hmm. And I said, but if he doesn't trust her judgment to pick the right guy to go out of town with with a child, and he does not trust her judgment. You see, I'm coming mm-hmm. from Was I wrong? No, not at all. Because you know, if she's not making right choices, then he would have intercepted, you know, a long time ago. Not at this at this particular time. Exactly. So, to me, I said, if he does that, and she's been in a relationship, then he's being petty. You know, that's that's pettiness because. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's for her to, put, to really put him in his place um, because I'm going to do what I want to do. As long as I ain't doing nothing wrong and this is a good vacation, you ain't taking the moment. You know what I'm saying? Listen, right. so what he said was that was kind of like telling the father that's trying to be a father that he really don't have no say. Not that you don't have a say, but I think that when you are co-parenting, there has to be a mutual respect across mm-hmm. the board. So if mm-hmm. she didn't like Susie, you're going to stop seeing Susie? You see what I'm saying? That you, right. it can't go one way. You don't like Fred, so now she can't take the child out of, out of town. But she don't like Susie, and she don't want Susie around her child, but you steady mm-hmm. bringing Susie around the child. It, it, it's got to be equal across the board if that's what the issue is. You know, mm-hmm. just like men have uh, a sixth in of things, they may see something in a man that you don't see, but you're going to see something in a woman that, he don't see. 
And instead mm-hmm. of saying that you, the woman is being petty, he needs to take that into consideration and maybe look at the choices that he's making and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. was just my soapbox for a minute. That was my soapbox for a minute. I was on that thing. <laughs> so I was, you know I was on that thing. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, how did everybody else respond? Was there a lot of men chiming in on that? It was. It was a mixture of men and women. Um, okay. The men kind of had, you know, they had an understanding of, I guess, similar situations. Right. Um, and then, you know, the women, they had the same understanding of similar situations because he said, well, you know, sometimes for the mama to handle. You know what I'm saying? My right. son know better. You know, I, w- I will bury a body for him, but I will also right. bury him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have right. to, when you start dating people and having kids, they mindset is what's raising your your child. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you can't get mm-hmm. mad five years down the line now that y'all got kids and she cuckoo for cocoa puffs. You made a bad choice. You did a roller stop, pass the stop sign, and this what you got. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a tricky situation to be involved in, boy. Especially today, you know, you have so so much going on and mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, mm-hmm. and it's also. The beginning of the year still, and you know what we do at the beginning of the year. Everybody does it. We gonna get healthy. <laughs> we gonna get healthy. We about to go. We about to start walking. We about to start going to the gym. I'm about to live my best life. And five months later, what happened? All of a sudden, mm-hmm. we can't go to the gym like we was going before, or mm-hmm. we was vegan in January, and now here it is. You know, May, mm-hmm. we're not so vegan mm-hmm. no more, you know. And so we get on this, this bandwagon. And I always say health and fitness is like the biggest, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this scam, y'all. Like, listen, because it costs a lot for a trainer. Like, trainers not cheap. Trainers are That's expensive. And so I'm glad we got, uh, I would call them a fitness genius. <laughs> we got... <laughs> fitness guru and author Fabian Thorne. He's coming to kick it with us in the chat room. I'm trying, I'm trying to get some things understood. Let's get him on in here. Okay. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Chat. Thanks for joining us. I, oh, thank you for having me. I, I sure was listening. <laughs> <laughs> we we got some questions. We got some questions about the, the health bandwagon that start on January first. Let's talk about that. it. But before we before we talk about it, I want you to tell everybody about your journey, your fitness journey, and then what made you decide to write. Well, starting out, thank you for having having me on, ladies. I appreciate the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Fitness has been a part of my life since uh since I was like seven years old, and wow. the reason being the reason being is because. I fell in love with football at such an early age. Uh-huh. And let's dial it back even further. When I was two years old, <clears throat> I lost my left eye to a cancerous tumor. Uh-huh. So, um, but I fell in love with football when I turned six and seven, went out playing organized football for um, an organization called the Eastern Orange uh-huh. in New Jersey. Well, mm-hmm. to me, I always felt like 
I needed something to put myself in a position to make a person think twice about approaching me on something stupid. Right. And back then, if you look at someone, you kind of size them up. You might think twice before you start acting crazy. So for me, that was my defense mechanism. One, we're going to get strong. We're going to get healthy. We're going to stay healthy. We're going to get strong. Now, playing football, you got to be strong. You got to be healthy. So it all Mm -hmm. came together really good for me. You know what I mean? And then I didn't just play the game. I played the game. So I wasn't there as an average player. I was extraordinary. And I'm and I'm saying that in a, the most humblest way, but it was because of my preparation. Being in a gym at such an early age and teaching myself and learning from old elders, older guys, how to get fit, uh, and it just stuck with me for the rest of my life. Wow. Okay. And there, mm-hmm. and there is a difference between playing the game and really playing the game, like you said. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. A, a way mm-hmm. big difference. And that difference is you can go out now and play and be fun, or you can go and prepare yourself to see where God going to take you in that game. So I played the game of life on the field and off the field. So whatever I learned, mm-hmm. the preparation mentally, physically, and spiritually allowed me to excel when it was time, when the lights was on. Mm-hmm. And that's so true, now, you know, how, I'm sorry, Lace, but how, how okay. to prepare and, and play that game helps you and enables you on how you prepare and live your life, you know. They walk, they, they literally walk hand in hand. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And once mm-hmm. you realize that as an athlete, as a person, then you'll see that it's way bigger than the game and it's way bigger than you. So once you get out your way, you'll see that the rewards is, is, is humongous. It's enormous. And that's why I'm where I'm at today, because of the game of football. Absolutely. Now, what made you want to write? What was that? That You know, we always talk about a goal moment here on that chat. And what a goal moment is, is that's when Star Nexus Houston come together. You know, a lot of times, especially um, when we are dealing with ourselves, we are really, we pour into other people. We encourage other people, but we deal in lack when it fails. And so we always give ourselves excuses on why we can't do something. So when you thought about writing, what was that goal moment like for you when you decided to pick up that pen? <clears throat> well, I became a motivational speaker when I was 14. I was thrown into it. Unexpected, didn't know somebody was going to hand me some cue cards. And I went at it. And after I finished speaking, because I, where I was at, little young kids came up to me asking me for my autograph. And uh-huh. at that moment, at that moment, I knew that I inspired somebody. So I said to myself, one day, I'm going to write a book because if I can inspire the small amount in this room, then I, I know I can inspire the masses if they can actually pick up the book and read my story. And so that was my goal. At my, I always wanted to write a book once I realized playing sports, the way I played the game, like I said, I didn't play it. I played it. It always inspired others. 
at all levels, from adults to kids. And so for me, I felt like I haven't, the world I haven't seen. So I got to find a way to get it to the world. And one way, creating a book. Uh-huh. <clears throat> That's awesome. Now, you said you were inspiring, inspiring the ones in the room. Who has been your inspiration? My mom's. Mm-hmm. My mom's is the one that took me to play football. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget that day she took me because when we went to the doctor, we had to go to five different doctors to get a yes. The first four said no wow. because of my physical impairment. Uh-huh. And we went to five doctors in that day. And I'm talking about a mother that don't know sports. All she knew was she wanted her kid to live a normal life. That's it. And she knew that I loved football at that age. So for that, I always look back at that. She gave me that opportunity. She listened to her spirit that day. And God told her to say, keep pushing. Because not, mm-hmm. normally when you get an answer from a professional, you normally go with that answer. Okay, maybe uh-huh. she don't go to go to the don't listen to the first one. She go to the second, and maybe we'll try the third one tomorrow. Nah, she took me to five different doctors in one day. So for that, I'm forever grateful. You know what uh-huh. I mean for her, uh-huh. and then her strength, her her strength is is I build off of what all she's been through, raising three kids, uh-huh. you know, being married but the husband wasn't there. Dad wasn't in my life, and then when he came in, he was disrupted. Um, uh-huh. But but still seeing her smile and, and keep pushing and rub two pennies together and come up with whatever it is that we need to eat to the roof of our heads. And I always promised her that I would take care of her, and I'm doing exactly that. So right now she's 70 years old. She's been going to uh-huh. dialysis for the past four years. And I'm watching her, you know, go through her strength, go through some things, and she literally almost lost her life around Christmas from COVID and just shut her whole body down where she couldn't walk. But now she's walking, you know what I'm saying? Uh How how can I stop, ever stop doing what I'm doing when all she's been showing me was strength? So that's that's, that's where it comes. Wow. Now, you said your mom took you to five different doctors, and the first four said the no words. You know, and and I'm sure they probably saw some challenges, or uh, that she just wouldn't fit into football. Can you share with us the challenges that you've um, faced um, playing football? Well, the, the the most important challenge was vision. So in football, you need vision, and the fact that my left eye is prosthetic. You know, they removed it and put a prosthetic prosthesis there. That means I can't see from on the left side if my head is not turned, you know, kept on a swivel. So the game of football, you need vision. So I was explaining this the other day. I might not have that vision in the left eye, but I had vision. And mm. when you when you tapped into a higher power at such an early age. My vision was impeccable. Mm-hmm. When I tell you the, the, the stats that I put up playing the game, it's because I wasn't out there by myself. And I right. knew that. Right. I knew that at an early age that me and God 
was out here doing what we do, as long as I prepare myself and show him that I appreciate what he has placed within me, it, it was nothing that I couldn't do on that field. And I did mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So vision, so. no vision with a whole lot of vision that mm-hmm. you can't explain. Right. And that's deep. That's really deep. And, and I also want to say, this is Tony. Sometimes we forgot to forget to say who you're talking to because we sound so much alike. But with uh, football, you not only need vision, your eyes give you balance as well. And in the game of football, balance is not is, is, is as important as vision, you know. Can you share with us how, how that affected you or if it did? To the balance, it's all about how you prepare your body the things that mm-hmm. you do other than what everybody else does. So, yeah, you can work out. Uh, you can run stairs. You can do certain things physically. Well, I always felt like I lost something in gained strength in other areas. So the mm-hmm. balance was all about how do I prepare. It still goes back to my preparation. So if I'm working on things that enhance my balance, that's what I did. But mm-hmm. there were still challenges might not have been noticeable because I made it look easy. But right. it wasn't easy. It's just that I had to be committed and I had to stay consistent to what, what I was preparing myself for. So once mm-hmm. I realized that the game was bigger than me, that this whole thing was bigger than me, mm-hmm. there was nothing that God wasn't going to let me do on that field. And I mean that. I, I can't, if I could show you, you just be, you would be amazed that, wow, how did he see that over there? Sometimes I didn't see it. I just, I just put my face in it. And said something said make that move. I'm gonna make that move, and it and, mm-hmm. and it worked out. Uh huh. You know you're right when you say when when you lose one sense, all the others are sharpened. You know that so that there is no sense of loss. That is so true. So true. Indeed. Uh-huh. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about the book? So the book, the title, you just don't wake up strong because you don't. Trials and tribulations will make you strong. The test is what makes you strong. Opposition comes to make you strong if you don't succumb to it. So it's basically the beginning is about what I just talked about, losing my, you know, losing the sight. How did I deal with it? How did I overcome the adversity? All the way to this point in my life, in my business, I treat the, my business the same way I treat the game of football. I'm relentless. A relentless pursuit of, of of success, of greatness, because each and every one of us have greatness within us. Some just not willing to tap into it. So my book is about the oppositions that occur, and how did I get through it? Right. And that's why I tell you, you just don't wake up strong because you don't. You absolutely don't. And throughout your journey, what are some of the things you've learned about yourself that you really didn't know? Um, number one, I, I, I didn't know that I could be as strong as I thought I was until those challenges came. And then I realized that I can't stop. So 
I'm, I was interested in knowing what's on the other side. So the drive, that's what drives me, is what's on the other side. And it might hurt. The, the pressure, the obstacles might squeeze you. It might hurt. But I feel like it only hurts for a moment. And so okay. I find out that I got to get to the other side. So as the, as the different obstacles came, I, I start to learn that I, I can fight through. There's no way I got I can give up. Even when I thought I wanted to, I realized that I couldn't. So that was deep. And, 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 you know, I think that's really important because when we think of men, we always think that y'all are always strong. And vice versa, you know, they always got the strong black woman. And um, I think that that's a title and a label that is hard for us because people treat us like we're supposed to be able to handle everything. And under pressure, you know, diamonds are created, but things are broken. Um, and a lot of times our brokenness when we're younger, and it's just really things that we haven't healed along the way. We just learned to live with. Now, a man, being a, a black man that can write, that, that has uh, influence, that's, that's a powerful thing to possess. Now, what does that power mean to you? That um, <clears throat> it's only as good as I use it in the right form. If not, I'm powerless. Mm. So at no point that I feel like I'm bigger than what you just explained. Once I get to the point where I feel like I'm bigger than that, powerless and I cause and you can cause damage. Wow. So the humbleness stays I'm hungry, never thirsty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, power and never humbleness as well. Yeah. Gotta keep That's that humbleness. Absolutely. You know that 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 like I was saying, I don't know if you but the, there's power and humbleness, and that sometimes far outseeds that power and strength. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. That power and humbleness at that moment where you might feel like you want to do something else that is not mm-hmm. beneficial to you. That's right. You have to humble yourself at that moment, and that that's power. You're right. Absolutely. And, now, to, and power to know the difference as well. I'm sorry, Lee. Mm-hmm. No, we was on the same track. Go ahead, mm-hmm. No, I'm saying it's in that power and, and, and knowing the difference, you know, knowing your limits and knowing when you have to move on. So that's important as well. And yes. also power in structuring your life. And setting boundaries, not just for other people, but for yourself. I think yes. that, you know, a lot of times we see, um, even in men and women, where I just do whatever. And understanding that you cannot do whatever. 
um, because there's always somebody watching you, being either inspiring or not, but there's somebody watching you. And you always have to decide, do you want to have, do you want to live or do you just want to exist? What do you want your legacy to look like? And I know that, you know, a lot of times you might ask uh, men, even older men, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? And they literally have no vision for themselves. They have no, no vision of where they want to be. It's either work, retire, die, or they say, well, I don't know. You know, just being able to think beyond what you see right now and have an intent and purpose for yourself. So you actually where I would be, where I see myself being in five years? Absolutely. Like, where do you see yourself? Like, what is what is Fabian's vision for him? So I run, I own my own water company, my own alkaline water business. I'm a fitness instructor, um, and motivational speaker. So in five years, I'll have. More, I'll have trucks on the road delivering my water from state to state before those five years, but it'd be more of them. Um, the staff that I have would increase because of the fitness company and building a facility. Mm-hmm. Me being more of a facilitator than actually hitting the pavement and doing what I'm doing now. There's got to be, there's levels to it. And so in five years, I won't be doing what I'm doing right now, driving my own water up and down the East Coast. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We ain't going to just pass that by that. You mean to tell me that you transfer? I mean, he said that like, okay, what's the next question? And I'm like, wait a minute. Coast. 
<clears throat> long story short, they promised to make me part. I presented the contract. They never did it. Pandemic hit. I dropped my brand. Grant money came in, and I dumped it all into the water. They thought I was all muscle, no brain, but I was paying attention to details, to everything that was going on, and the fact that I wasn't on paper with nobody. I, w- I didn't belong to nobody. I wasn't on your uh-huh. team, literally. And I watched myself for a couple of years do go through that, but God had a bigger plan. He never wanted them to sign the contract because he didn't build me up to build, to build them up. He built, he sent me in to learn and get information and go back and educate my peoples on why I choose this alkaline water. You better talk that talk. <laughs> so here we are. Because that's true. Two you know, you later, go to work every day. Yes. You talk about you go to work every day and you thinking mm-hmm. about what you can do, like how can I make this better? You know what I'm saying? Like, I could do this. How can I make this better? Not what can I do for them? But I can make this something for me. This is something I can do for me. This is something I can see a vision behind. So when you got your first uh truck and your first order of water what was the hardest part about your journey creating this uh, empire? Well, I had already went through the rough part. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm pushing your brand, the people seeing me, they bond the water because of me. They like the water, but they bond it because I'm up and down the East Coast with your brand. Okay. So now I'm already creating a rapport with the people. My peoples. Now, and I'm not even, they're not giving me directions on who to get the water to. Take your water and go sell it to your folks. Okay, cool. I can do that. I'm a college grad. I got colleagues. I got family. I got friends. I got associates. Everybody going to get educated on why we need this water in our life. The water is mm-hmm. made from a fresh well. It's 9.5 pH level. No aftertaste. Chemical-free bottle, I dropped my brand on it, and I ran with it. And so when I got that first drop, I already was ready. I was already ready because I put the work in already. So now it's mm-hmm. just making the exposure, putting the the light, the bright lights on it. So God says, time to run. Let's go. Go back to your same peoples, your same colleagues, your same friends, your same associates, and the ones that you educated on the water, now you tell them to share it with someone else because they believe mm-hmm. in you and your water. That's awesome. Can you share with our listening audience on the importance of drinking alkaline water? <clears throat> alkaline water, when you drink alkaline water, it hits the bottom of your stomach and disperses right into your bloodstream. So it detoxes you on a cellular level. If you're eating foods that's acidic and drinking stuff that's acidic, it makes you sluggish. When you put alkaline water in your body, it makes it, it it flushes that, so now your energy level is to the roof. Our body needs that. Our body is made up of 78, 80% water. What's going to give you your best performance? Water. But the, the a good grade of water. Now, people, the hardest part for people when it comes to alkaline water, because of the cost. And I tell all my clients, 
It's cheaper to die It costs to live Pick your poison Mm. Wow Should be no hesitation there (laughs) Come on You can go go in the dental line You can go in the fast food line And get this cheap food and kill you Or you can go to the store And and go cook your own food Boil it Let the the processed stuff come up to the top of the water And teach yourself Mm -hmm. how to Eat a little healthier It's going to cost you but if you want to Absolutely. live, that's what you got to do, invest in yourself. The only place we have to live is within this body, within your body. That's the mm-hmm. only place that we live, really live. Absolutely. And so we live in a codependent society. Go, go ahead. If we, if we ain't going to invest in that, then we just exist. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not here to exist. I'm here to live. Mm-hmm. Mhm. That's right. And I think that just piggybacking off what you said, we live in a codependent society. Like society needs to be codependent on something. And just like we we talk about being healthy, um, everybody is getting a COVID vaccine. Vaccine, whether you're getting it or not. Um, the question is is not whether you have are vaccinated or not. The question is, are you able to, in the event that you are not sick enough, because if you get COVID and you got an ear infection, they're not going to take care of you right away. You know what I'm saying? They're going to wait 14 days. So are you, are you skilled enough in knowing how to heal your own body? And it starts by, like you said, watching the process items that you put into your body. But now listen to this, though. With the trucking companies and the truckers going on strike, which is really affecting the foods inside of the stores, what are your thoughts about that? Like, oxtails are literally $75. To me, that's a cultural dish. You know what I'm saying? What What are your thoughts yeah. about that, How how we can be prepared for anything that's going to happen when we have to worry about store-bought items. So, you know, at the end of the day, we find a way. We are very resourceful. We have to get away from actually being codependent on things that we thought was best for us. See, we, we're afraid of change. So if you're used to something, you're used to something, you know, you stick with it. There's so many holistic doctors out here. There's so much good stuff that we can partake in our bodies. But because we're so used to going and get over-counted stuff that's supposedly to heal us but only band-aids it and creates another problem, uh-huh. we, we went with that before we tried something that we never tried before. But it makes common, it's so common sense. I spent three months in Germany playing professional football. And I used to go in the grocery store. And this is why I came back and built my company and added to this this component. I went to the grocery store, and every day I went in there, every two days the meat was coming off the shelf. We know that's not the truth in America. America is a meat that's done shelf for a week, if long, right? So I used to ask the clerk, how is it that the meat coming off the shelf every two days? She said, well, we don't pump nothing into our meats. And we don't spray no pesticides on our fruits and vegetables. 
I was healthy as a hot when I was in Germany because there was nothing that I was eating that was processed. Even the McDonald's over there is not processed because you can't bring that in their country. Here, it's about mass production. It's about the dollar. So we're going to pump all what we can to preserve it. See, in America, most of us are more about quantity than quality. Back to the water, Poland Spring, these all these waters that got spring written on it. But we don't realize it, don't even know, Not might not be educated on that. You only need 20% spring water to label your bottle spring water. What is the other 80%? Mm-hmm. We don't know, and we don't care. You know why? Because it's three for ten. Uh-huh. But I sell a case of water to you for thirty-five dollars, twenty-four ounce bottles, um, twenty-four ounce bottles, chemical-free bottles, and I educate you on it. You had to wait till the pandemic hit and viruses to hit to now say I need to start getting that water in me because and everything else that could be help us stay healthy. See, they had to pump fear in the people. Mm-hmm. So you gotta you gotta make it to the store and grab what you can. Get you a deep freezer. Start to those meats that you eat in those deep freezers and things of that nature. Start spending your money on that things that's gonna make you better. So you're not spending all your money on synthetic drugs. It don't matter how scarce it is. You gotta get what you can. You might have to drive a little further. Our, our neighborhood. Go to the grocery store. You by any means necessary. If you want to live, you're going to make it happen. I'm not coming up with no excuses. I can't. That's true. You got to put the effort in if it's worth it. There you go. Absolutely. Now, now tell us what's next. What's next for for your brand? What's next for you? What What, what is your vision moving forward? What can we expect? Well, at the moment, I, you know, I dove into a little acting uh, uh, as well. I'm in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta every month, one, with the water. Two, my, um, one of my, my brother's partners um, is a film uh, film director and writer. Uh-huh. So we're going to work on this. You, you just We're going to work on this book to be, bring it to film. Um, that's one big thing that we're working on. Um, like I said, when it comes to the war, just expanding it. You know, I partnered with some people, um, with like product people that got organic products called Eden's Life. They're now selling my water on their site, things of that nature. So it's just about I'm very selective of who I deal with and who I, who I get involved with because I can't let mm-hmm. nothing tank the integrity of the brand. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Now, a quick question about film. Um, what made you decide to go into acting? What was that moment like for you? You got so many go moments. Listen, you got lots going <laughs> on, son. Just trying to diversify the portfolio, that's all. Anybody in me? Yeah. Just any way, you know, find different ways to add value to your brand. And as long as it's all working together, I'm for it, you know. Not just jumping and do anything to say uh, just to say I'm busy. No. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, if someone wanted to purchase your water, uh, what would be the best way to get in contact with you? We want, you know, those that drink alkaline water. Um, or do you sell to the public first, or do you just sell to businesses? Oh, no, I sell to the public. I sell to the public and businesses. I um, My website is b2l29pw.com. So the PW stands for premium water. B, the number 2l29pw.com. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, we so appreciate you coming to Cake with us here in the chat room. You are welcome back anytime. You are welcome to continue to listen. We have our sports segment coming on. I know you miss him playing football, so we're going to be talking that talk about that, uh, that, uh, that, 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 that Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> so you are welcome to listen and join into that. You are welcome back on Let's Chat anytime. Can I, can I plug in where they can get my book from? You sure can. So they can get it from FabianThorn.com. You can order that book. You just don't wake up strong. At Fabian Thorn, and that's Thorn with an E dot com. Okay. All right. Well, you have definitely educated us on not only water, but you inspired those that may not think that they can do something that they're passionate about. So we so appreciate you sharing, you know, because you never know who's listening, who may be inspired or who may be, you know, led to to take up something that they thought they didn't have a chance of doing. So you have been an inspiration tonight and for all those that's going to hear the replay as well. So you just never know who's looking, who's listening. And Lisa and I, we thank you for sharing your precious time with us this evening. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I like Lisa said, you're welcome back going. here. Yes, you're welcome back here anytime. Lisa, we should actually have him on our sports show one night if he's up to it. That, I, are you down for that? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay, we're going to get you on. That's what we do. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> we got we we have a sports show here on this chat as well, so we definitely have to get you on our sports segment. Okay. And y'all located in where y'all located? I'm in New York. Well, he is in New York and I'm in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. And we come yep. together to make this platform happen. I, I love it. It's good. Good talking. Good <laughs> good good information. You know, it's good you know I listened to y'all before. I came on, mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. good. Well, thank you. Thanks. We appreciate that. I appreciate well, you. Absolutely. Well, you continue to do what you do, <clears throat> you know, and we have the website. We have everything. We have all that information. At least tonight and our listening audience wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. God bless you. Same to you. All right. Okay, good night. Thank you. Good night. Lisa, I learned oh so God, much see. from that. Mm-hmm. What? It was more than just a book. Listen, listen. When he started right. talking that talk about that water, you know, here <laughs> on that chat, we have we have jumped in that getting healthy uh, 
getting healthy and having a healthier life is um, mm-hmm. being able to understand why things are important, especially with, with the items we put into our body, especially with how everything right. is going. We want to make sure um, that everybody is aware that there are alternatives, there are small steps you can take um, yeah. to make yourself healthier, make, make healthier choices. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. diet um, because, mm-hmm. you know, diets are trendy. I'm going to say eating healthy is like a lifestyle. It's not that you don't, you can't have the other items that are not as healthy, but mm-hmm. you need to know how to feed your body so that it can be and be able to work for you in the best way possible. Right. And know that you have better choices out there. And when you better choices mm-hmm. lead to better lifestyle. Absolutely. Maybe we got to get a chef on. Uh, remember we had a chef on last year, T, that talked about mm-hmm. that, but, you know, one that can talk about uh, different kinds of meat that are a little bit healthier. Because you got people that still want to eat meat, but what's the best kind of meat uh, if you want to eat steaks and things of that nature? Maybe we should have somebody come on um, that's able just to run down the food um, options and being able to pick things. Because, you know, everybody doesn't want to do keto. Everybody doesn't want to mm-hmm. go vegan. Some people can't mm-hmm. go vegan. Um, I, I, actually, I like that idea. Yeah, uh, April Mason, who is a relationship coach, um, I'm in one of her groups, and she talks about how, because she was going on the vegan thing, um, but mm-hmm. she had to stop that um, because it wasn't, her her body wasn't, you know, I don't know if it wasn't really re- it was kind of rejecting that process, so she had to change up a little bit because she needed more protein in her body. Um, and so making sure we're understanding the things that we are putting in our bodies and how we – sometimes we got to switch up and make changes and what those, those changes look like, you know. So, right. yeah, we got to definitely right. have somebody come on to be able to talk about more um, ways to proceed when, when it comes to our health and foods that we are eating, especially now. Uh-huh. Yeah, especially now in these times, you know, everybody, I think, has taken a step back and just looked at their intake, whether it be food, uh-huh. water, whatever it is, medication, you know, so uh-huh. that would be so key, and I think it's, it's a much needed, and I would, I would, I would love, you know me and food, I would love, I always love benefiting from different <laughs> ways to prepare stuff. <laughs> So Listen, I look forward to tea, doing that. She is like Chef 101, y'all. She be in there cooking, honey. Listen, she be cooking some stuff. I believe if she had to make some mud, that mud would come out so good. We'd be like, what is Girl, that's mud from my sack. That's mud from my sack, girl. <laughs> you, you crazy, Lisa. <laughs> Listen. Let me tell y'all. I'm going to tell y'all about her pancakes, but listen, Miss Tony, don't sleep on her cooking skills. <laughs> Honey, she a whole Julia Roberts. I mean, not Julia Roberts. What's that lady? Uh, the, the the chef lady from Paris. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. I love her, too. Listen, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. She can barbecue. <laughs> Listen, if she puts some mud on a plate, that's best believe it's going to be good. 
Yeah, I, I, I just be in there just putting stuff together. <laughs> My poor husband be like, he'll let me know, you know, babe, you don't have to make this one, but you can do this one. I made some crab legs the other day, Lee. Oh, he's like, babe, that was the best. <laughs> so I love cooking. So I look yeah, forward to some yeah. type of show with that, Lee. I, I really would. And I think our listening audience will benefit. Yeah, we should do that. We hope you guys enjoyed tonight. I enjoyed it. And once again, Leisha and I are back. Don't forget, we'll be back here next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Follow with our sports show. Jazz and I will be talking that talk on all things sports. And we got a lot to talk about next week as far as sports. So it's going to be a catch-up time for that as well. Listen, y'all got stuff going on in sports. I can't wait to talk oh, to yeah. Jazz. So didn't I tell Jazz LeBron was going to retire soon? Remember last year, I was like, LeBron about to retire. Didn't I say that? I could have swore I said that. And I could have swore I said that Tom Brady was going to retire. Remember when I said that? I could have swore mm-hmm. I said that he's about to retire. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about next week. So he already knows. I text him. We're going to be getting our notes and stuff together, and we're going to be talking our talk. All right. Well, we will see you all on next week. We appreciate you guys, and your girls is out. Absolutely. Have a great evening. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to...